Hi, friends, and welcome to All Things Relatable, a place where stories are shared. It's hard to put a value on a story because the lasting effects it can have are often priceless. An individual's story has the potential to impact our lives in tremendous ways. My hope for you in joining me today is that this episode resonates with you and that you leave enlightened, ignited, and inspired because it only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. Hey friends, I'm really excited to introduce you to my next guest, Arielle. Arielle is a connector. And in fact, she's the one who connected me with my recent guest, Barbara Heller. Arielle is an entrepreneur who has owned her business in the health industry for over 10 years. And she also helps women business owners find community and connection in her area. She's recently launched a podcast called The Connector, which obviously is so fitting. So I cannot wait to connect with her now and share her with you. Hey, Ariel, so good to see you again. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for the lovely intro. I love that. Oh, it's <laughs> nice. Um, okay. So I think though I said the word connect about 18 times in the intro. So Ooh. obviously that's your specialty. So where did this desire to connect people come from? I feel like if it was like, watch what happens live, like with Andy Cohen, people would be wasted within the first two minutes because they're like, if anybody says this word, you know, like it's the secret word of the night and then like everybody drinks or whatever it is, not encouraging that today, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's just so funny because like when you overuse a word, I always like play a game with it too. It's kind of fun, but okay. So where did this all come about? Um, Two years ago, I started doing a podcast. It was called Elevate Love. Um, I interviewed couples that have beautiful, loving relationships just to see like, my parents have a great relationship and I kept hearing like people talking badly about their spouse behind their back and all these things. And I was like, oh, this is not the energy I really want in the world. And I really want to show people that like you can have these great relationships or just choose not to be together, but like to choose to be together and then talk poorly behind each other's back, like why are we doing this? Like, no. So I, um, interviewed over like 36 couples and some experts and different things like that. I had couples and then experts. So it was, it was like 52 episodes. I did one every year or every day for a year and, um, every week for a year, not every day. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to catch me on the math and be like, right. And they're going to be like, um, excuse me, that math doesn't seem to add up. Um, (laughs) but Anyways, yeah. So I um, interviewed these couples and I saw that they um, just like, I was like, okay, well, what's the connection? What's the thing? And I realized it's really just appreciating each other for who you are and not wanting to change that person. So like you go into the marriage because you love that person and you love who they are. And then over time, you're like, well, I see the potential in somebody. And I would like to just bring that potential out in them a little bit more, or I want them to be that instead of who they are. And you focus on that potential of somebody and not the actual person of who they are, who that person is. And then people get frustrated. And then they are like, nope. I, you know, then they start making all those like negative comments and different things like that. So, um, once I kind of like figured that out a little bit, I was like, and I had started networking a little bit more, we were getting out of like the, the kind of craziness of COVID. Um, and I was networking for my business a little bit more. And I was just like, this is interesting going into my networking connections with a different kind of outlook a little bit, because it's all connect. It's all relationships. Um, it's just a different type of relationship. And I was just starting to like appreciate these other business owners and just start like being like, 
oh, I love that they're just that way. Like might not be my way, might not be my like fit, but I love just how they do their thing. Like, and started focusing more about that. And um, so then I decided to launch my next podcast called You've Got Connections. And I wanted to hear how other business owners have used their connections to build their empire. And I had a lot of fun doing that, um, that whole uh, podcast season and everything. And then um, I ended up signing with a company called Pod Populi. They're, um, they have a bunch of different studios in the country. And um, Brian Howie is the like we they, we call him like the pod father. Like he just knows everything podcasting. And so like so he I was talking to him and we were chit chatting and he's just like I was like yeah I really just love connecting people and I just want to be there to like connect them and then like kind of slowly step back. Like I don't need to stay in it. I don't need to be there. But I just want to like almost like matchmaking, but with like more like business and and like business relationships. And um, he was like, yeah, you do this all day, every day. He's like, can we just call you the connector? And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that actually feels really good. Because <laughs> like, he's like, can you own it? And I was like, for the longest time, I was like, no, 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 I don't want to own it. I just want to like be in it. And then afterwards, I was like, no, I'm going to start owning it. Because like once you own something, right, then everything else falls into place. And then like the universe can be like, okay, great. Now we can like deliver on this because you are finally owning your thing and resonating with it and, you know, attracting that. So um, as soon as I started doing that, um, I've had the best, best time like connecting people to I say people, places, or things, like is what I connect people to. Like it might be a place that is like a really cool um, spa or whatever it may be, like that's happening. And I get to interview that business owner of that place. Um, it might be a person, a person doing some sort of creative thing happening in their life, um, or that they might be sharing with the world of a thing that they can teach people about. So it might be a person that people want to connect more with. Um, or a thing, like just an idea of some sort, a, um, I don't know, whatever it may be. So I just love connecting people to figure out what is kind of next for them. And they get to like, listen to it and, and decide, yeah, I kind of want to incorporate that in my life, or I would like to connect with that person or whatever it may be. And I just like to share people like share information for people a little bit. So that's kind of, and then like off the air, I just connect business owners in the local area to each other to help them do business together. And um, it's amazing the friendships and the relationship, like the, like the friendships that have formed from the connections that have been made. And it's so, so cool to see. They're like, it's like a whole like family. <laughs> it's really neat how it kind of all happens and everything. So there's my, my answer. <laughs> there's um, that is beautiful. And I just what really stood out is how I feel like a lot of times we're like one connection away from like this magical thing. Like it's just a connection, right? So when you're open to that and I love that you're connecting people, places and things, cause it could be that, that one missing connection for that person. And then you just kind of back away and you don't have to like manage it. It's just like, here you go gifting connection in every which way that, like you said, you kind of saw transforms things like these feels like family or these relationships. So I just want to know when you were growing up, did you feel like a deep sense of connection or was that something that you were kind of missing that you wanted to attract? Well, that's a good question. Um, 
Yeah, I think I I always wanted to um, like have everybody together. That was always my thing. Like I would um, any my friend groups. Like I would even though I had different friend groups, I would always like try to merge them or like bring everybody together. And um, it was interesting. I was talking with a friend recently, and we were just discussing this, like how I know somebody else who like she keeps everybody separate all her friend groups separate. She doesn't like to commingle anybody and she just finds it stressful and it's not comfortable for her. And I'm like, really? Like, I'm like, bring everybody together. More people to marry. Like I always like, people would be like, you know, like laugh a little bit. They're like, that's so generous of you to like invite me to that, but, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, come along. Like, it's just more than there. You're like, let's just put everybody together and have fun together. And just like, um, connect together. Like that's really like what I've always loved to do. And, um, I mean, since a very, very early on, like very early on in my life. And, um, I, I just felt like that was, it, it, it didn't occur to me. Like, that's not how everybody does things. I was like, doesn't everybody just invite everybody to things? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. This sounds so familiar, like to the way that I do things. I feel like I have so many different friend groups. And I remember this just stands out one birthday. Um, we went for dinner and I think someone was wearing a trucker hat. Um, my other girlfriend, she had a street bike. So she was carrying like her street bike helmet and her like leather jacket ish thing, whatever the street bike thing. And then another girlfriend, she's always like glammed up. She was like basically in a prom gown. I don't even know what I was wearing, but it was, it's just such, um, a cool thing to to bring all these people and create some bridges because sometimes when you go out, you see, and this might not be a bad thing, like in a restaurant, it's almost like a cloned group that everybody looks the same, dresses the same, talks the same, acts the same, thinks the same. And I feel like diversity is such a beautiful thing to bring together where you're like different perspective, different opinions, different ideas. It just, the conversations are different and it just exposing yourself to so much more. So I feel like there is a place where like those kind of clone groups, obviously you radiate to people who are similar and you connect and have the same interests and stuff. But I also do believe that that like bag of like mixed nuts in a room is like the coolest thing because there's, you know, two people who are so different that might like create this beautiful connection and friendship that might be so unexpected. So that's so cool how you just are the same, like bring everybody coming to the party <laughs> and uh, sort it all yeah, out. And, and I love to like, think about like, who's a good match or whatever together. And I know would hit it off <clears throat> because I, I like, I like to, I mean, I want everybody to walk away with a, a connection of some sort or, or not even want to, but like just something that would be, that would work. Right. Not just putting like, you know, but yes, but putting people together that from all different walks of life, but know that they would get together or get along or, or find each other interesting or have good conversation. And, um, so that's kind of something that I'm like, oh my gosh, but you guys would have such a good conversation. Like you should co totally come, like you need to be there. Like it would be, you're going to love this person. And, um, and it is really fun to see the relationships that have happened and the friendships that have formed. And, uh, it's neat to like, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're like best friends now and they hang out and they do things and they support each other so beautifully. And yeah, it's really, really fun. So what would you say to someone who is feeling so disconnected and maybe super lonely and they are like craving 
but maybe they're like shy or insecure or don't even know where to start. Where does somebody start to create some connection in their life? Um, yeah, I, I say, um, the easiest thing to do is if you, um, are an entrepreneur or work for like as a real estate agent or whatever it may be, um, join networking groups, honestly, because everybody's so friendly to begin with, because they just want to like make a connection and see how they can do business together. But it's, so it's an easy kind of way to get into the whole swing of things. But then at that time that you can discern who you really want to become friends with or talk further more with or whatever it is, but everybody's already there coming together to make a connection. So it's already like the ground level floor is like laid out. Um, If you work for corporate or some sort of like, you know, job that doesn't require you to network or whatever it may be, um, or to go out in that sense, um, you like if you're a pro computer programmer or something like that. So um, I say like meetup is wonderful. Like find something that you're interested in, um, whether, it, I mean, I live in Florida, so paddle boarding or, you know, something um, like even bowling or, or whatever it may be. Meetups are wonderful because again, it's already you're established, establishing a mutual connection that you all have at that point. Like the, the ground level, like has been placed, like the cement has been poured. So at least, you know, that like everybody's there to already connect on something. Um, I think it's really wonderful meetups or networking groups. I, I think it's because it's already, you already have an in, then you don't have to like create something or go like to, a, like, it's just, it's a little bit easier. Mm-hmm all set up already. You can just kind of walk in and see what feels good. Yeah. I yeah. love that. So, um, you have this community that you've created. Mm-hmm. So what led you to create that space for these women who are in business? Oh, um, so I network a lot for my own business, which is a physical therapy and chiropractic office. And, um, I make relationships with attorneys and and doctors. And then I really have learned to be out in the community um, and network with just the community too. um, And let everybody know like, Hey, I'm a small business owner. I exist here. And so as I've been doing that, I have gotten to know a lot of other business owners and um, it's been really fun to like connect with them and talk to them and have this like you know, like, oh, or we kind of understand like the hours we work and there's just a different level of understanding. And so I was like meeting some people and then I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to support this person. We need to go there. And as I'm like doing this, I'm like, wait, why aren't we all coming together? Like, and plus it was getting too hard on me because everybody was like, can we meet for lunch? Can we meet for dinner? Can we have coffee? And I'm like, I want to, but I have no more time in my day. I have to run my physical therapy chiropractic office. And then I also want to meet with you and do everything. But I'm like, I can't meet with people one-on-one. Plus I'm like trying to get people together. And then I'm like setting up this lunch for this person. And this one, it was becoming like just way too much trying to like set everybody up together and do everything. So I was like, okay let's just do what I used to do. Like bring everybody together in one space. And then I can like, kind of like help everybody be like, okay, you need to go talk to this person and like directing. Like, I feel like I'm like an airplane person, you know, like (laughs) back up, go to the side, the exit windows are over there, like whatever it is. And re you know, like coordinate who's going to go where and just help direct people. And so I started that last year doing that, um, with a group called get elevated and, um, it was wonderful group. We um, 
created a community. It was a beautiful community that um, got created and friendships formed and um, it was like a sisterhood. It really was. And um, that year has come to an end and I'm actually, uh, so now I'm launching the boardroom, which is going to be more intimate pot, intimate pods because the group grew so much, which is wonderful. But again, when there's so much, so many people in a group, it's again, hard to have that connection of intimacy again, because then you're, you're like networking, you're going from one person to the other, to the other, because you want to have these talk conversations and you want to meet everybody. And it's not very um, in depth. So um, what I've created is the boardroom for women business owners to come together, um, eight women um, in a pod and, um, or on a board, I should say, not a pod, <laughs> curated container, um, eight women. And what we get to do is discuss kind of like how we're going to keep each other accountable. How can we support each other? What's going on in our, our businesses and really get to talk to each other and have that intimacy and connection. And, um, and then all the pods get to get all the, the boards, I should say, I keep saying pods because it's like, <laughs> All the like breakout rooms. I'm so stuck in 2020, right? Um, <laughs> all the, the boards get to get together um, quarterly and meet each other and have those socials where they get to like meet each other from different boards and, um, and get to have like just lay down, like lay back, have fun, drinks, just appetizers, like, you know, get to know each other a little bit more and um, meet people from different boards, which is really nice. Um, and I always say like the boardroom is like where all like the best things happen. It's like, <laughs> some people are like, it's a little scandalous, Ariel, but like, <laughs> but I'm like, no, 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 the clean version, clean version. Um, you know, boardrooms are like where a lot get, a lot happens, a lot gets done. And, um, there is so much growth and so much planning and so much like the energy in a boardroom is like, we are charging ahead and we are going to make, take action and we are going to go forward. Um, and that's as women business owners, we need that support with each other. Um, because it is hard. Sometimes you get those down days where you're like, Oh my gosh, I love being an entrepreneur. But at the same time, this is a lot. <laughs> this is, I'm having a day. It's like everything is going wrong or whatever. And when you have, you're able to talk to other women business owners that have like experienced that, um, it's nice to be able to, to do that or, Hey, I'm having an event and I'm so nervous. Nobody's going to show up and I don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, you voice all your concerns to people that are, Oh yeah, I've been there. I've had an event. Nobody showed up. It was whatever, you know, whatever it was. And then, um, but let me tell you how I did it differently the next time. So then we can, you know, I want you to succeed and we'll show up and we'll bring our friends. And, you know, it's just nice to have that community to be able to do that with. Oh yeah. That sounds like such an incredible space. And doesn't everybody want a seat at the, in the boardroom, my goodness, like the energy in there, like moving forward. So did you find there was any competition as you brought these women business owners together? Was there, was there anything that you had to like kind of set up, I guess, to alleviate some of that as, you know, small business owners come together and like, let the insecurities or the competition like out the door. Did any of that arise? That is interesting. Yeah. People say to me, like, is there one per industry or is there one, you know, and I, so actually like I, I invited a friend of mine who um, her and I became friends earlier uh, about six months ago and she owns a chiropractic office, literally a mile away from me, like exactly a mile. So in like in today's world, whatever people would say, oh, that's competition. You're, you guys are competition. 
And I was like, no, actually I see that we're like, we we're not competition. I don't, I don't see us as competition. I see us as like, um, a companionship almost like we're, yes, let's work, figure this out together. And, um, I offer physical therapy. She offers, offers massage. I don't, that's not something I'm interested in. She's not interested in offering physical therapy. So there is ways to collaborate together. And, um, and I said to her, um, so anyway, so I brought her into the group of friends and some people came up to me and they were like, I feel really uncomfortable. She does exactly what you do. She's like a mile away. Is this okay? Like, are are you upset? Like, we want to protect you or whatever. And I was like, no, like, I don't feel upset or I'm not, I don't think of it that way at all. Like, go use her, support her. Like, there's enough business to go around. Like, we live in a place that's like, thank God, like a lot of people in here, very abundant of people (laughs) in South Florida. (laughs) And, um, you know, I can't handle everybody in this whole area and she can't either. There's plenty of space for both of us. Um, plus like, you know, not everybody likes the same chiropractor as somebody else. Right. Like, and it's great to be able to refer back and forth or for other areas or whatever it is. And also just talk about, Hey, this is what's going on in my practice. This is what's going on in your practice. And like, I've been there. I'm using this resource now. You should try that one, whatever it is. And so her and I have like exchanged resources, shared ideas, like, that have helped our businesses become a little bit more efficient too, because it's been nice to like, well, you know, run an idea past each other. And she'll be like, well, I did do it that way for many years, but now I'm trying to do it this way or vice versa. And, um, and now we're a little bit more efficient in each other's business or like, or in the industry, right? Like you, um, oh, I've used that person in the industry, but I didn't really love them. But now I'm using this other person. You should try them out. They're great, whatever, or, you know, and it's been wonderful. And we've shared um, resources that way too. And it's, it's, it's almost more fun to like work with somebody in your same industry. That's like, <clears throat> excuse me, like right around the corner from you in a way, like that's, that could be competition, but instead it's, it's companionship. It's, it's really fun to be able to work together that way. And um, so that's one thing that I, I've loved having it. And I want more people to have like, people in the same industry as each other. And so we did, we ended up having some skincare people. There was like three people that did skincare or so. And um, everybody was a little bit different. So they actually weren't competition with each other because for skincare, you're not driving too far from, you know, your, your house. Um, people don't like to drive these days. I get it. I'm, I'm one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I like things close and convenient. I'm guilty of it. Um, so yeah, so it was really like nice that they all, and then they got to share like, oh, I'm doing this in my, you know, my skincare line or whatever, or I don't do that, but maybe you could help my client with that. They're having a problem with it. Can you help them? Like, you know, can we try your technique on them? Would that work? And um, because ultimately you do want to get the best results for your client too. And um, I don't know, some people just hold on to things so tightly and it's not like, it's not about that. Sometimes it's better for somebody to go there for one treatment and go back for another. And you just have to, regain, you have to gain that trust with somebody, right? That they're not going to totally take your client, obviously, or if they do, they do, you'll get more. It's, it's not the end of the world. I mean, sometimes it's, I mean, people want to hold on to things so tight, but when we hold on to things so tight, nothing can happen. Like we're, we're also allowing no more, um, like abundance to come in, right. We're, we're holding on to things so tightly, but if you just allow things to flow, people will come in, things will go out, whatever. It's just all meant to be. 
And it's almost like um, that expression, like you give one thing out and like three more come back or like a gray hair, you pluck one gray hair (laughs) (laughs) and then three more come back. But that's exactly how it is in business. Like you you have one, it doesn't work out with that patient or whatever it is, client, um, three more will come back. Or if you refer one out to uh, like a competition or whatever you think a competition is, um, three more will come back. It is just as long as you don't get attached to and hold, try to hold on to that person so tightly. Mm-hmm. It's people can feel the ease. They can feel that. And once they're like, Oh, I don't love, there's no pressure. There's no, this, this is so easy. This is wonderful. They truly do care for me. Like, this is just great. It's energy. Doesn't lie. I say words can lie all these things, but energy does not lie. Oh and- my gosh. <laughs> So people can feel it and people will know if you're genuine, genuine or not. And that whole thing. So, which is nice. So, sorry. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> no, 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 I'm on my whole like, uh, feelings of this, but I just, I really, um, it's, it took me a while because in the beginning of business, I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't bringing in a lot of patients. And of course you feel that scarcity mindset and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to retain every single patient of mine. And I don't want to share them or anything. And um, that was for the first couple of months of business because then I, I met some really amazing people that were like, look, I feel like we can be, um, you know, like uh, com- not competition. I feel like I would love to work with each other and collaborate with each other. And I was like, wait, they want to collaborate with me? Like, what is this? And um, they really showed me the ways. And I love that. Like, I very feel very, very blessed to have had people that really like showed me that and were true to their words. And I was like, great. I love this. This makes me feel good because I feel like that's something that we all, um, my dad was always that way. He always felt that way in business. And he, he did, um, you know, he was, he was, he was in the healthcare business with me too. So, um, for many years. And then, um, so it was nice to like find other people that way, because of course there's, you know, I guess what you see is what you attract, right? And if you're looking for those people that want to collaborate with you, you will find those people. And if you don't, if you're looking for the scarcity mindset or the, whatever it is, the um, negative competition or the whatever, all that stuff, then of course that's going to appear more to you because you're literally looking for it. Um, I use this example the other day is like when you're, you're buying a new car and you see that um, you're like, oh, I want to get like the. I'm not a car person. So I'm just going to tell you, this is going to be a very, you guys are going to crack up. Like I used a Toyota Corolla <laughs> as the example the other day. And I was like, no, no, okay. We'll use like a Honda CRV or something. Right. Like it's a very popular car, but you know, you're like, you're like, I want to get, I should say probably a Maserati. Let's go with Maserati. That's a, you know, you're like, okay, I'm ready to get a Maserati. I want that RX 25 or whatever it is. And, um, all the car people are probably like cringing in their bodies right now. They're like, oh my gosh, can we use a different example? But anyways, so you want the Maserati RX 25, right? You're like, I'm stuck on it. I want it. And then you start seeing it everywhere because that's all you're thinking about. And that's all you can like, yeah. And so then as you, you know, you're like, you just see what you want to see, right? And it was just so beautiful or what what is um, coming to you. So as you focus in on that, you, then you're like, oh my gosh, there's like 15 million Ma- uh, Maseratis RX 25s. Like that's that's amazing. There's so many, many of them. Like before you're like, I didn't even notice them before. 
until you start putting your head on your, your mind on that. And then, um, you get to see a lot of them, but then that's kind of, it is with like bringing back to business, right? Like it's what you want to see. And I chose to see, um, not competition companionship. I keep saying companion because I get to work with them and be together, but, um, yeah, it's really, really fun. Yeah. Like that, that shift in thinking and absolutely, like you said, like the energy, it doesn't matter the words, like none of that really matters. People can feel if you are genuine and feel that energy. So when you start making that shift, like somebody who is a business owner and is feeling that scarcity or that holding on so tightly or, you know, attracting all of this stuff that's just keeps, um, giving them evidence of it because that's all that they're thinking about. But I love how you're, you know, offering this alternative choice where it's like, okay, I can actually collaborate, be a companion. We can support each other. We can, um, there's enough abundance in the world for you and me and like the million other people who are doing the exact same thing. And then when you start to drop into that energy, then you're going to feel and reap the rewards and the benefits. So what did you do like as an entrepreneur, as you are in your business and creating this community when things are not going right and the hurdles are coming, like how do you stay like in a good vibration? Is there any tricks or strategies that you use? Because, you know, obviously life happens and things go up and down, but how do you stay like in that space? So I always say gratitude is the best thing. And when I was first starting my business, I was, um, I took over a business that was in the red and, um, it was really not pleasant. And, (laughs) and, um, but every time I was able to write a check for my employee or, rent or whatever it was, even though as hard as it was to write money, like write a check for something that I'm putting out because my money is not coming in fast enough, the whole thing, right? It's just not feeling the greatest. Um, It was feeling tight. It was feeling like, oh my gosh, this is very uncomfortable. But at the end of it, I would be like, I'm so grateful I can write this check and pay this person and have the means right now to do it. And um, so every single time I was like, even though it was like, I could have thought like, oh, I have to write this person a check another time. Oh my gosh. Like, I really don't want to do this. Um, wow. They're making more money than I am or they're, you know, whatever negative thoughts you want to have in your head that do go through your head. Right. And you can choose to continue to focus in on those thoughts, or you can choose to decide to go the other way and be like, well, I'm very grateful. I can write this check. Beautiful. Wonderful. I'm so grateful that they're showing up for me to be able to then write this check. And I felt that's where I kind of really started implementing my gratitude of things. And um, so when you even have those hard days of like, oh my gosh, nothing's going right. Or I wish I wasn't be doing this or you know, this job or whatever it may be. Or I always go back to gratitude and I'm just like, I'm so thankful I can do this. Like, I'm so thankful I can make this choice to continue on. I'm so thankful that I can. So, and then you're all of a sudden, like everything else just doesn't matter. You're like, and everything becomes lighter or you just start to laugh at the situation and be like, how the heck did I get myself into this? (laughs) (laughs) And I think laughing at a situation is the best thing possible 
because life is just funny. Like I think life is the funniest thing, like best, like comedy, everything. And I would say like, the more we can laugh at life, the better, because if we can't laugh at life, life will just pass us by. And we're here for such a short time and might as well just enjoy every single moment of it. And I, as humans, we just do the funniest things. Oh my gosh. Like people are so hysterical, like Larry David has felt and Seinfeld and all the like amazing comedians, right. Have just felt like people are the best sense of humor. And, um, yeah. So I, I always just go back to that of like, either laugh at yourself, laugh at how funny the situation is, even though it might be horrible and, but just go back to appreciation, appreciation and gratitude, even though it might be really hard to find appreciation and gratitude, there's always areas of appreciation and gratitude. And, um, my father had a stroke, um, 10 years ago and, um, we were just like, you know, obviously like we, we wanted to go into that part of like, um, you know, upsetness and frustration of like, well, this could have been avoided if we did this, or this could have happened. And why did, why did this happen? Or what? Da, 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 da. And, um, being really upset. And instead we decided to focus on like, oh my gosh, it's amazing that he can get dressed himself. Like, it's amazing that he can get his own food. It's amazing that he can still walk and we don't have to do that. Like, this is amazing how, you know, and we decided to focus on that. And for all these years, we've continued to decide to, to focus on that instead of like, oh, I wish it could have been this way, or I wish it was, he was better. or I wish he could do this. or I wish he could speak, you know, better, or I wish, I wish, I wish. And, um, wishing on that is not going to help you feel any better. It's just going to continue to make you feel worse. And, um, it's really nice to focus on the gratitude because then we get to appreciate him and appreciate all the things, amazing things he does and, um, and not get frustrated. And it just makes things so much easier when it is frustrating. It just makes it fun and easy. And like, we laugh at the crazy things that happen and, uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, it makes it more enjoyable, you know, and it, 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 it makes it easier, a lot easier to go through life. Yes. If you can just laugh at yourself a little, laugh at the crazy situations you find yourself in. And I am like, I feel like gratitude is my superpower. I've been practicing it for like seven years. I've gifted it to all my students. I, I believe it will change your whole entire life. And like you said, like your father having a stroke, like that is a really unfortunate event. You know, like we all go through these highs and lows, ups and downs, we're all humans. We're all going to go through it. But if you can like adopt a practice of gratitude and find the joy and the, the love and all the little things along the way, then it's just going to make the ride so much more fulfilling and easy and lighter. Like you said, cause you're not holding on to all of that anger or resentment or, or all the things. So I love that you bring that up. Um, and one thing that I love too, that you say is kind of this idea popped in my mind because in the beginning you talked about, you know, your, your parents had this really great connection and still do. And so you saw that growing up. So that's like the norm, right. And you were hearing people talk behind each other's backs. And I had this conversation the other day. What did my hubby say? Something about I don't know why his mind goes here. So your friend is over and, oh, I bet you were bashing me. And I was like, yeah, actually I was talking about you behind your back, but I was saying all these wonderful things about you. And then I told him one of the things that I said. Um, 
But I love how you two in business that you're getting, you're creating this community for these women who can get together, collaborate, become companions, and then they can talk about each other behind each other's backs in a positive light. They can share each other. They can connect each other to different things as well. And you're kind of facilitating this space and this like freedom. Cause I feel like a lot of people who I've kind of come across who are in this space aren't there yet. They don't have this community. It's not like fun and exciting and free. And I feel like maybe that's part of it. If you don't have the community and you're like solo on your own, then you might be more, I don't know, tempted to, to stay there, to stay in that competition. But when you're gifting people like this incredible community, then they can go talk behind each other's backs and spread each other kind of like wildfire in such a such a beautiful way. So I just love that you're, you're doing this for women. I always say that, um, we need like as humans, we need, well, we need our basics, right? Everybody says, Oh, you need water, food, shelter. I think that's, I don't know. Those are like the top three, right? I always say we need water and then community, (laughs) like community is our food. Um, obviously you need water to just live, but you can like water, community food is like my way of putting it in that, in that order, because with community, uh, it feeds us, it feeds our soul. Like uh, you think of religion, you think of all these things that have community, right? People, a lot of people are in, or, you know, uh, are drawn towards religion in a way because of the community aspect and know that you can always just find, um, like a home wherever you go in that, in that community of religion, whether it's Christianity, whether it's Judaism, whether it's uh, Muslim, whatever, like whatever it may be, you can always find um, some sort of community and relate to somebody that way. And so as humans, we really need that. We are, we are here to be together. We are here to work together and have hold each other in a community. Um, isolation is not normal for us. Isolation is, whether people say, oh, I'm an introvert. I love being by myself. Yes, but you still need to interact with people it feeds us. And it's still, you know, whether you have one or two friends and you're an introvert and that works for you, you still have that as your community. That is your, 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 your tribe, right? Like that. And that's okay, but you need to have some sort of connection with somebody. Mm -hmm. It's, it's amazing how we just, this is as humans, we, we need that, which is important. Yeah. Yeah. Without connection, like what else, you know, I feel like, yeah, like you said, water connection. Um, so as you are moving forward with your business, are you, I know you do in person, but are you offering any, um, online? So people from around the world might be able to find this community. I know you really love like in person. (laughs) I know, I know it's, you're like not the first person to ask me. And I, I, People keep saying to me, can you please offer online? Like we want to connect with everybody and do this whole thing. I, um, right now I'm still sticking with in person because I just feel like there needs to be, um, it's wonderful online. I think it's great, but I think it's only, you can only get so close to somebody. 
And I feel like it's really important to also have the energy exchange more in person with um, people and you can just feel it. And I noticed after the end of the meetings or groups or connections with people, people will say, oh my gosh, like I feel so charged and buzzed and ready to take on the world. And um, and then you can hug somebody like it, there's just something in that energetic exchange that happens that um, you can't always get with Zoom, even though I think Zoom is amazing. I think it's wonderful. Like I, I love it so much, but um, there is something about like, you know, touch and hugging or I'm not saying I'm not going to encourage everybody <laughs> to touch and hug you, but, like, but if you connect to somebody, you're like, oh my gosh, it was so good to meet you. And you want to hug them or like kiss on the cheek or like whatever your, your way of saying hello, goodbye is right. Um, it's just, um, there's just some sort of magic that happens with that. Uh, even a handshake, a fist bump, whatever it is. Um, so for right now I am keeping it in person, but who knows what the future will bring. I mean, I'm open to possibilities. I'm not fully against it, but, um, <laughs> I am, I'm warming up to the idea, but right now I, I am, I am stuck on in person at the moment. And I also feel like there's so many incredible people in the areas that we live, wherever it may be. And it's just kind of being open to the idea to see them. And, um, I think it's important that people know who's in their communities and get to connect with them and stay, be local because it is nice to show up to somebody else's event. And, you know, it's hard over zoom. You're like, Oh, I want to go and support that person. I'd love to be at their event and you can't or whatever it is. Um, again, there's so many different ups and there's so many beautiful things about each thing, um, zoom and in person, but I really would love people to get into a community more uh, of local communities. And I think it's, um, and, and just support each other more Mm -hmm. in the the local community area, um, and not look out, out, outside and look more in inside. Oh my gosh. That's like, you're speaking to me right now, because this is something that's like, come up for me. I've like in finding community and that connection that I never felt until like, well, I mean, obviously I had these great connections, but in these other areas that I was like diving into, I was like getting online and finding these amazing online communities that were connecting with me, me with people around the world. And then it's like, okay, Candace, you have this incredible community with all these incredible people And the reason that you aren't connecting with them right now is because you're not putting yourself in the rooms. So it already exists. um, But you need to take that step because you can start local because there's so many people so close that, I mean, I'm, I'm not connected with yet that I kind of know a little bit about and some, I, I haven't even come across yet. So I love that you throw that out there. Like wherever you're from, wherever you're listening, there are like incredible people looking for a community, or maybe they're even part of one that already exists that you could become a part of too. Because like you said, it's like the energy is palpable when you're in those rooms with those people, like, and you you can just like feel it in your soul, that energy. So I love that you're just staying true to yourself and what feels good and keeping it in person because, you know, obviously there's probably so many people listening that are like, Oh my gosh, I want this. I want to be in this, but maybe it'll inspire them to a 
create it in their own community. Maybe you could even spearhead that helping people create something like this in their own community because you are phenomenal at it and, or, or dive into it, jump into it and see how you can help support these local people who are doing incredible things. So I just, yeah, love everything you're doing. I think it's so much fun because then you get to like, really like cheerlead people and like, or grab dinner with somebody or like, you know, have that intimacy a little bit. And it's, um, I mean, intimacy is connection, right? It's all, it's all there. And it's, um, that's all we want is to like be heard and to be, you know, and yeah, to have somebody understand us a little bit more. And, um, yeah, so in, in small communities, it's, it's important. So I, I'm very big on your local community. And you might just mm-hmm. be surprised of like who's actually in there and that you didn't know about because you're constantly looking outward for that answer or for that person when they might just be literally next door to you or something, you know, <laughs> like, and you might be yes. surprised. And it's like, it's pretty cool. Like the, what just shows up and who shows up. Yeah. You might be next door to the LeBron James or whatever, and not, I might not even know it. Right. Like, and you connect with that person or connect with the, I don't know, the, the sister of the LeBron James. And then you're like, Hey, I'm really good friends. I didn't even realize you're like right here in my backyard. And, um, yeah. And then before you know it, you're all the way with LeBron James hanging out with him. (laughs) (laughs) I know it is. It is like one connection away. Like I said, kind of in the beginning, you can be one connection away. So I have loved connecting with you, meeting you at that event. You've connected me with, like I said, Barbara, who was just on the podcast, just an introduction. Hey, this is, you know, and I feel like Yeah. It's so, um, you're one connection away. You just don't know who is living next door or down the block until you put yourself out there and find what's close. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's so much fun. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This is so lovely. I love chit-chatting with you. I know. I loved, I know I'm like, okay, I've got, I've got some personal things. I'm sure everybody here listening has just taken away so much and are really pondering and considering how they're showing up and what connections they want to foster or create, or, you know, kind of put that love into and enjoy people for who they are instead of their potential or who they want to be is huge. So I guess lastly, if somebody is listening and they really are missing that connection. They've got the water. Next, they need connection. What would you say to them? Where would they, what are maybe like, if they're shy, like you said, introverted, uh, just don't know where to start. How could they start a conversation with someone, find someone, reach out? Like, where could they even start? I always say the best connections happen when you took what happened when uh, you don't know the person's name until the end of the conversation. And I think that's the best. Um, it's so easy to be like, hi, my name is, and this is what I do. And da, 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 da. But if you just like, if you're next to somebody, even at the bar or wherever at a restaurant in line at the grocery store, and you can make a comment about 
the magazine about somebody's food or make a joke about it or, oh my gosh, I see like, look at how many like seltzer waters I buy. Do you love seltzer water? Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Like I love, seltzer water is great. Do you drink this one? What do you think of this flavor? Like what, whatever you want to get into the conversation about and just make a comment or like, oh, look at that celebrity. This is crazy how like, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. But if you start talking to somebody and connect with them on a different level, and then at the very end of the conversation, you either learn their name or you don't, but that those are the best conversations that you could possibly have. And, um, the most connected conversations that you can have. So good. So good. Okay. So where can everybody find you, follow you, um, check out what you've got going on and all the things. I love to stay connected with people on Instagram. I am at ariel.levitt um, on Instagram. Very, very active on there. Um, I also uh, have a website. It's ariellevitt.com. Um, so you connect, connect with me there, or you can email me at arielleconnector at gmail.com. So all those things you can uh, connect with me. And I'd love to hear questions, comments, or things that you're interested in learning more about or want to connect to, or if there's somebody that I've had on my podcast that you're like, Hey, I would like to know more about that person or vice versa, whatever it is. Um, I can see if I can connect you with that person and make that introduction happen. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much again. And make sure you go follow Arielle, go listen to her podcast. It is amazing. And you can find out how to connect a little bit deeper. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I loved having you on. Thank you, Candice. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of All Things Relatable. If you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it, please pass it along. Also, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe.